Welcome to the Extra Point Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, TJ Guthrie, Jared Beans, and Garrett Boss. Yep, it's Monday night. We are recording during Monday night football. But the good news is you uh, don't have Jared again. Mondays are his Mondays are his night to sit at home and cry yep. about how bad his fantasy team is. So instead, we've got Garrett. Yes. Say hello to the kids. Hello. You're welcome for not being Jared. Yeah, yeah. You're all welcome for not being Jared. Life could be so much worse if you were Jared. <laughs> Instead, you are whoever you are, which is which is better. Congratulations. So, yeah, yeah. You've won the lottery. You're not Jared. I hope Jared's listening to this as we speak. Well, I mean, as it gets released later. <laughs> so, uh, we have... We've got it all down pat here. It's Monday nights are Garrett and I. We're bringing you the waiver wire show. Really, it's because our opinions are better. So that's kind of where yeah. we're coming at you with. I had about so. forty-five waiver transactions at the end of the year last year. Got third <laughs> place still, while the winner got yeah. had zero waiver transactions. Yeah, and you had potentially one of the worst lucky, worst luck teams. Oh I yeah, mean, you, everybody got hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you definitely, uh, you definitely tried to scrape one out last year, and you, you were very close. It's a valiant effort. Yeah. So that's why we're bringing you the waiver wire show here. Uh, first things first, I uh, want to talk about our agenda, the NFL news. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, just a couple big things going on, and then uh, we're renaming our waiver section to. Snag him, drag him, and tag him. Snag him means pick him up and consider playing him right away. If uh, We're going to talk about these guys that are going off this week and are still on waiver wires. Uh, still at least 25% of leagues that don't have them owned yet. So, you know, look at these guys and see if they're in your waiver wire. Uh, drag him means to pick him up and stash him, see where you're at in a couple weeks, and maybe we'll start him later. And tag him means tag him for a cut. Don't uh, don't worry about him. So, uh, also wanted to thank our show sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. You can sign up at bit.ly backslash underscore the extra point. The link is in the description. I'm not even going to tell you about what Thrive Fantasy does. Just just go to the link and sign up. Deposit ten dollars and and do your thing. It's fun. So, uh, moving on here. Let's go NFL news. News from around the NFL. All right, Garrett, uh, you want to talk about uh, Jimmy G? Yeah, uh, I'm sure most of our listeners know that he went down with an injury and ended up being out for the season with an ACL uh, tear, which is very bad news. I feel really bad for the guy. He showed a lot of promise. Um, that means a lot of things for the San Francisco offense. That means the receivers won't be as good. Marquise Goodwin uh, looked like he had a lot of potential, and now it's up in the air. Even the running game will probably suffer from not having as good of a passing game. And they're, we don't even know who is going to be starting at quarterback. Is it going to be CJ? Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know, Bethier? Beat her, I don't even How do you say that last name? I don't even know. I don't know. CJ, Bethard, the guy. Some, yeah, that guy, he, he's so bad that they're going out to find a starter. They're, yeah. they're looking, <laughs> the starter gets hurt, and the backup is still the backup. Yeah, they're not even oh looking God. at like quality guys. Like, probably, there's obviously 
not many of free agent quarterbacks out there. Uh, but they're looking at you know Tom Savage, Kellen Clemens, and uh, somebody else. And also they reached out to Matt Moore. Yeah, it's sad when Matt Moore is your best option. Yeah, your best out of four quarterbacks. Is Matt I mean, Moore. is Tony Romo is is Tony Romo available? Yeah, pull him off the the desk. They have zero interest in Colin Kaepernick. I that's ridiculous. I I think Colin Kaepernick's better than all of them. I think he's a lot better now, than a lot he, of people say. Yeah, is he better I'm not he's for amazing, your team? But but you know, yeah. and I don't. The Forty ers were very supportive of his protesting yeah and not to get political but now all of a sudden they're they you know they're blaming it well kyle shanahan says he doesn't fit the system yeah well, maybe he doesn't why on the benefit of the doubt he fits the system better than matt moore <laughs> sure colin kaepernick's probably got a dead arm right now he probably can't sling it 60 yards well design your system around your offense yeah you know you're what not, just san francisco hit me up you know, if you listen, yeah. I'm sure you guys are listening to the podcast. I throw a frisbee <laughs> a long way. It's- San Francisco, you're not going to go out and get Aaron Rodgers to fit your system right now. You need to readjust to what's going on. You lost your franchise quarterback for the year. Move on. Change your offense. You're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. So why why play this game of well, this is what we, we're, we're trying to do. We're, we're going to go with our system because it's what we want to work. You're not going to win this year, no matter what you do. So, whatever. I do think Kaepernick's better than those guys. So, glad we can agree on that, at least. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, the Steelers are, accept, or are listening to trade offers. And so far, the only team that's called home on Le'Veon Bell is the New York Jets. They hmm. must not be happy with Crowell and Powell. I don't know why, but I don't know. <laughs> what What are the Jets going to give the Steelers that make this worth it? Other than know. their you first don't have to five give them picks much, this though. year. This is Le'Veon's last year. The Steelers are just yeah. going to let him walk away for free. They're not going to. It's not. He's not going to be that expensive. It's like with the Paul George. Uh, in the NBA last year for the Pacers, they he everyone knew that he well, wanted to leave Indiana, so Indiana's like, well, he's just gonna walk away for free unless we trade him. And they, well, the thing is you though, know, you you've got to keep in mind that the Steelers should be they should if they're gonna trade Bell, they should trade him to somebody who's a contender and is a running back away from being a contender. Now, if Fournette is severely injured. I don't think he is because he seems to be questionable these last two weeks. Or Dalvin Cook. You know, some of these guys who are, if you start running into, these guys are unhealthy all the time, but the Jaguars are a a healthy Fournette away from probably being a Super Bowl contender or even a Le'Veon Bell and Fournette. You know, I don't know. But that's the only way you're going to get any good value out of them because it's a team that knows, well, if we trade away our first two picks – and maybe a first rounder the next year and get what Bell is probably actually worth, maybe not on his contract that he's on now. If no, we give they're not going to give away that much because they know they're probably there's a not. good chance they're not going to keep them. But, but the there's teams, a chance that they do if they win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's the like that's the the motivation for teams that 
don't have even like if you're not competing for a Super Bowl like the Jets like they can trade for him maybe he likes the city or something and he just you know decides to stay like that's this is what you know it's been done before like Paul George ended up staying in Oklahoma City after this low KC got him for basically a year everyone thought he's gonna go to the Lakers and then he's like oh I like OKC I'm gonna stay so that's what they're hoping happens yeah, but I think Le'Veon Bell has shown that he's got different priorities. He's got money on his mind. Yeah, he wants to and, get paid. I mean, I feel like... And that's it. So he's going somewhere with the cap. Yeah. You see, I don't know what the judge's salary it, cap is. It reminds me of LaShawn McCoy uh, when he left. You know, he he wanted the money. And the mm-hmm. Bills gave him the money. Not the best situation, but he's getting paid over there. Yeah. And he's, and he's old. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm... We talk about a Le'Veon, uh, the Le'Veon Bell situation quite a lot, excuse me, on this show, but it, it is big news. And a lot of you guys have a lot of shares of Le'Veon Bell in multiple leagues and big shares. Some of you wasted a top three round or top three pick on it. Yeah. So you need Le Bell back into a good situation. So. That's all I got, I guess, on NFL news. Yep. Um, you got anything? Nope, that's it. I'm winded. I'm I'm heated right now. <laughs> I hate Le'Veon Bell, and I hate I hate spring and fall only for the fact that I get bad allergies. And I can't breathe out of my nose. I'm so, glad because summer is when my allergies are, so I'm glad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, weather changes, and I'm getting sick. So let's move on. Snag him, drag him, tag him. Uh, these are, like I said, these are guys that are not super heavily owned who have been going off a little bit and whether or not we're going to let you know whether or not we think to, uh, uh, pick them up and start them, i.e. snag him, uh, pick them up and stash him, meaning drag him or kick him to the curb or don't even touch him, uh, by saying tag him. So Ryan Tannehill, this is the new Florida uh, magic right here. This is the Ryan magic, Ryan Tannehill, because Fitzpatrick is looking bad tonight. It's tragic. Yeah, yeah, it's trending. Uh, I'm saying to snag Ryan Tannehill, and I think you could play him, depending on your roster construction and depending on who you have. Ryan Tannehill is probably a startable option. Yeah, depending on who you have, uh, I agree. But for me, I'm not. As confident as TJ here, I'm going to say drag him, uh, stash him, let's see what happens with Miami. You can start him if you really need somebody uh, to come in and he has a good matchup. But this Miami offense, still, I'm still skeptical. They're, they're 3-0 now. Yep. And I am I don't know. I don't get it. But good for them. And hopefully they can keep it up and maybe give some love to their running back, Kenya Drake, that I have. <laughs> You know, the only thing that worries me right now, and I guess it worries me a little less after the Sunday night game where the Lions just kind of seem to not care that they were playing the Patriots. Um, he does play New England next week at New England. That's a tough matchup. It, I mean, you would think so, but they, what they've looked like the first three weeks, you know, their defense doesn't seem that amazing. And this the guy. Yeah. This seems like uh, uh, they remind me of the Alex Smith Chiefs. This is what this team reminds me of. Not a whole lot of talent, but gets the job done. They're winning, 
And I feel like yeah. they're they're not gonna go undefeated or anything or go twelve and four. But you know they could go, but maybe you finish like ten and six if they yep somehow figure it out, get a maybe a playoff berth. So yeah, I mean you look at this week if they beat New England in New England, yeah, they are set up for success. Yeah, they they you have to probably pick up Ryan Tannehill if he does well this week. If you if you wait on him this week and he's still there at the end of next week after a good week against New England at New England, he's your guy. I don't think he's ever been a bad quarterback. Uh, he was hurt all last year, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, Jay uh, Cutler was a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before that, like he was pretty decent. You know, like pretty good. I would say uh, he did. He didn't put up spectacular numbers, but you know, he didn't turn the ball over much. And he had games. He throw a couple touchdowns, three if you're lucky. But there's some weeks, mm-hmm. you know, he he wouldn't really turn it over, or uh, he just throw one touchdown it can kind of be underwhelming. Yep. So you're just kind yeah. of hoping he picks everything up just like one notch at all levels. And their defense is keeping them in the game, yeah, just they, enough to where Ryan Tannehill still has to pass. Mm-hmm. They haven't been beating the crap out of anybody uh, yet, so that's probably why Kenyon Drake's not getting the points. They hardly ran the ball at all. Or no, yeah, it, they hardly did anything. They their amount of touches, I think, on offense, and no, the amount of plays they ran was like thirty nine, which is well, they incredibly had two really, Yeah, they had two like seventy yard touchdown passes in there. Yeah, it was just so, a bizarre, a bizarre, and snap one from count. the wide receiver too. Because so. yeah, so like that's why I'm kind of looking at everybody on Miami's offense from this last week, if they underperformed, I'm like, well, they literally had like 60% of the amount of touches most teams get. Yeah. So we've talked about Miami enough. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe next week they'll be worth talking about for (laughs) sure. Uh, But Josh Allen had a good game against the Vikings who were a good defense. I I, the Vikings are still a good defense, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think I don't. I mean, I don't know what to think after this game. <laughs> I. It's hard to say because they played Green Bay and they didn't look great against Green Bay, but it is Aaron Rodgers, and then Josh Allen goes off, and the Bills entirely go off. This season, everywhere has been very confusing. Uh, yeah, week three, I, I thought it was a dream. We're gonna figure it out together. On. Eventually, mm-hmm. we'll play, we'll figure out the season <laughs> and like who's good and who's not. Maybe by week 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. So I'm saying drag him. I, I, I think he's worth a stash. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Drag him worth a stash. After that showing uh, against the defense, if you got a spot for him on your bench, just drop somebody that isn't producing and see where this guy goes. Yep. I have, uh, I have Jimmy G and Russell Wilson. And if you remember right in Garrett Nye's league, we play in the same league. We, uh, we have to have two QBs on the roster at all times. So I have to drop Jimmy G. Josh Allen is my stash. Now, Russell Wilson will be my starter next week. But if Josh Allen goes off again, look out, Russ, because I, be, uh, I may be streaming Josh Allen in might, good matchups. Might be so. a hype train coming in. Yeah, yeah. and if, uh, if anybody from our league is listening, you better not pick him up because I called dibs, and you have to respect you dibs. You have to respect dibs. I'm doing this for other people, not just the league. So don't just take advantage of me yeah, giving out my game. advice. Respect yeah. the game. That's you, Dan. I'm calling you out. So, Gosh, that guy, he plays dirty. He does. He's a dirty pool player. So, 
Uh, Eli Manning, I'm saying tag him. You called it this week. Yeah. He was going to bounce back, but I don't think he's worth starting. Oh, I agree. I think he's someone you can keep on the waivers. Uh, most situations, I definitely say look for somebody else off the waiver wire if you're trying to stream somebody. There might be one or two weeks in the future that you know he's playing an awful defense, and maybe he'll show some more consistency. Um, but until then, tag him, keep him on the waivers. Don't use a yeah. spot for him quite yet. I think that in deep two QB leagues, he's an option for a streamer for your QB two. But I don't know. Uh, Andy Dalton. I mean, is the Red Rider back? I'm dragging him. I, I I think he's worth a stash. Yep, I think he is worth a stash. I am very hesitant to say so, as you know his reputation precedes himself. So. Yeah, he'll he'll let you down. He'll, Don't worry. Yep. He has been but good. The fiery crown weeks. of Andy Dalton. <laughs> Drag him, put him on your bench. Let's see what happens. Yep. Alex Smith, uh, I thought he might be a little better, but I just don't think there's much uh, in the receiving core there. He's really only got the running backs and Jordan Reed to throw to. So I think you just leave him alone, tag him. Yeah, tag him. I like Alex Smith, but he's not in a very favorable situation. Out of all like the quarterback like mix-ups, you know, Kirk Cousins of the Vikings, Case Keenum of the Broncos, you know, so on, Alex Smith to the Redskins, uh, he got the – the short end of the stick here got put on a worse team, uh, worse offense, and uh, until he shows us more or the rest can show us more, I'd tag him. Yeah, yeah, he is like number sixteen out of thirty-two QBs every year. He he's just he's Mister Consistency, but I just think this year he doesn't have he doesn't have the weapons, so it's hard to it's hard to say to pick him up. But keep an eye on. Him. You never know. He is capable of going off in some matchups for four touchdowns. I mean, you saw it in Kansas City. So, uh, Chris Carson, he really got the opportunity this Holy, week. Yeah, 30 carries, 30-plus carries, however many it was. Yeah. Holy mackerel, that's insane. Yeah, I'm saying you got to snag him. I think if you need a flex option, Chris Carson's going to be the guy. They, yep. they have made the adjustment, and Seattle, I think, is looking up here. So, um, Chris Carson, I'm snagging him. Yeah, this could actually be a very – this has a high ceiling, this pickup. Uh, I definitely would snag him because if Seattle can go back to their, you know, Seattle waves, uh, then Chris Carson's going to benefit from that, you know, be the Marshawn Lynch uh, that Seattle needs. Yep, yep. The more volume he gets, the better he gets, and that's what Marshawn did. So that's where they're going with it. Giovanni Bernard – uh, I'm saying snag him right now. He Mixon's still out till mid-October, so I think he was pretty good this week, and I'm I'm kind of liking that Bengals offense right now. Yeah. So. Yep, I agree. Bengals offense is looking surprisingly good. Uh, there's a lot of competition in that division, and uh, yep. I would definitely say if Joe Mixon's out till mid-October, that Gio Bernard, especially in PPR leagues, is going to get his. So snag oh, yeah. him. Uh, you know, it's nice to see Alex Collins was a little useful in fantasy this week, but Javorius Buck Allen, he, uh, here he is he again to on be, our list. Yeah, he continued to be good. So I think you got to pick him up. Yeah. If you're showing. a Collins owner, you really got to have him because if Collins goes down, Buck Allen's going to be really good for you. So, Absolutely. Uh, yep. He's Dragon. showing a lot of consistency. Uh, he hasn't had like super breakout weeks, but he's had, you know, a couple weeks in a row now scoring 14 plus. 
So I definitely drag him and stash him. Matt Brieta. Uh, you know, he's like the only guy in San Francisco now that's going to be able to produce. So, you know, it's kind of hard to say this, but I, I think you got to snag him and, and probably start him if you're not already. He, I don't know if he's the leading rusher. I'll look that up here. Um, I don't know if he still is, but he he's good. Yeah, and he's the only he's the only way they're going to move the ball in San Francisco. Yeah, he's shown forward, that he's so. good. So they're going to have to rely on him a lot. He is tied for first <clears throat> right now uh, with Ezekiel Elliott in rushing yards. Okay, so yeah, he's he's still moving along, and uh, so far we have agreed on everything. So. Have we? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Usually, I well, disagree moving. with everybody. <laughs> well, these are pretty cut and dry with some of these guys, but we're going to move on to the wide receivers now. Calvin Ridley. Uh, big question mark at the beginning of the year, but Julio's getting double teamed a lot, leaving some openings for Calvin Ridley at four touchdowns this week. He's not going to get that every week, but his upside is high. So I'm saying snag him. Yeah, I'm saying snag him too. Julio Jones had three touchdowns last year. And he has zero this year. Mm-hmm. He is a great receiver, but he is not getting touchdowns. And somebody on that Falcons offense is going to. And right now, it's looking like it's Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I'm, I've never been one to say that Julio Jones is a top three wide receiver because of the lack of touchdowns. He's definitely four or five always. But he doesn't get in the end zone, even when they target him. It's hard to score inside the 20. So when He's they a target, big guy, too, so it doesn't really make sense. I know. I know, but they, they cover him up so well because they have to. And Calvin Ridley, it leaves openings for Calvin Ridley. So I think he's going to be a touchdown target for Matt Ryan. So I agree. Uh, Jordy Nelson kind of broke out a little bit this week. Uh, had one big play. But I'm saying pick him up and stash him. Yep, I'm agreeing yet again. Don't worry, we have a few disagreements coming up. But, yeah, drag them, stash them. <laughs> it's looking like Oakland's getting a little better. Uh, and Jordy Nelson is figuring out his role in the offense. Yeah, so that offense is going to get better as the as the season progresses. But I think that they're just new coach trying to yeah. you know figure things out. So Yeah, they need to find, set their feet here. I mean, Derek Carr was a near MVP. So Mm -hmm. he's going to figure out who his receivers are and how to work with the coach and the offense. It'll be good once they set it up. Yep. And uh, Tyler Boyd, Cincinnati Bengals. We're talking the Cincy offense again. I'm saying don't pick him up. I think this week was a fluke. A.J. Green is still good. I mean, he's still getting everything. It uh, It was just one of those weeks where another guy was getting some opportunity in the end zone and, Tyler Boyd got that, so I'm saying to tag him, leave him alone. Yeah, uh, but this is where we disagree. I'm saying drag him and stash him. Boyd's shown two weeks in a row consistency. He's gotten two weeks of 20-plus points now. And, excuse me, uh, six receptions for 91 yards and a touchdown last week. And this week, uh, he had a rushing attempt for five yards, and he had seven targets, six receptions. 132 yards and another touchdown. That's two weeks in a row that he's shown uh, some very quality performance here for fantasy purposes. And even the first week, he had five targets. He just 
Uh, only caught three of them for a few yards. Well, he was playing the Colts defense, which. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. We might we might change our tune on this best Colts defense, defense in the right league. <laughs> Maybe not so, that, but they're looking good. Yeah, and and, and then they played uh, Baltimore in week two and Carolina in week three. Those are bad matchups for wide receivers. So there is an argument for Tyler Boyd to be uh, a fantasy starter week to week uh, because he has proven that he can be good against tough teams. So uh, playing Atlanta this week, I I would say maybe stream him this week. But um, personally, I, I, I just don't think that uh, – I don't think there's enough to go around yet. But I could be wrong, and week four might prove uh, prove my point if, if I go back on that. So Mike Williams for the Los Angeles Chargers. I think – that offense is so good that you can stash Mike Williams right now. I disagree. I'm saying dragon. Yep. I just I don't know why I put snag on the. I just changed it to tag. That's what I meant to say. Uh, he's this is his first week above 20 points, and last week he only had two receptions, two targets. So I don't know. That just seems like there's a lot. There's still potential for him just to be bust. Um, and not really a bust, I guess, if, you, if you're talking about Mike Williams from the beginning of the year. But if we're talking about adding him to your lineup, I, I would have to see a little more. My only thoughts there are he did that against uh, the Rams defense, which obviously is very good. And now he's playing San Francisco this next week. I think he's, yeah. a, I think he's a streamable option this week. Yeah, but... I can see that. But, I mean, Keenan Alley got locked up this week by the Rams defense. Yeah. And somebody yeah, and had to catch those balls. And that's where you're going to find value in Williams is in those matchups where uh, teams – where defenses aren't super deep in the secondary. So they're going to cover up the number one wide receiver and then leave a hole open for a guy like Mike Williams. So uh, Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant. These are two guys from Miami that you've never heard of until this week. They went off because they had big plays. Um Jakeem Grant, I believe, had a passing touchdown <laughs> as well. It, don't don't even do anything. Don't bother. I, I, yeah, we're, we're just, both gonna, we're just telling you right now, tag them, don't pick them up. They'd have to show a lot more before uh, they consider getting out of your roster here. Yeah. I, it was out, actually Albert Wilson. I apologize. It was Albert Wilson who had a receiving touchdown and a passing touchdown. And Jakeem Grant uh, – he had two receiving touchdowns, but he only had three targets. So the opportunity's not there. It's just one of those fluky things. So don't even look at him. Uh, Sterling Shepard, he has proven to be pretty good this year. I, I think he's worth a stash. What do you think? You cut out for me. I uh, can't hear you. Oh, I said uh, Sterling Shepard is probably worth a, a stash this year. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um yeah, that's weird. I don't know why you just cut out. But I'm sure everybody else heard you, so I just kind of sound a little crazy. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just drag him, put him on your bench. He's shown some consistency. And uh, you, you never know who can emerge out of uh, an offense, even if it's the Giants. Eli looked pretty good last week. I still don't have a lot of faith in him like we talked about earlier. But It's another one of those things where, Odell is so good, you've got to cover him up, so that gives Sterling Shepard yeah. some opportunity. Yeah, he's here to reap the rewards. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett, I think you still stash him 
You don't know. We don't know what's going on with Doug Baldwin. We don't know if Doug Baldwin's going to be 100% at all this year. So Tyler Lockett's going to be a week-to-week stream guy. I, I, I think you drag him. Yeah, I drag him too. I have uh, some faith in Seattle that they're going to figure things out, and I think their offense is going to start producing more points. Um, so I would definitely drag him and stash him and see where things go. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the, the tight ends here, Dallas Godert. I, I believe it's how he pronounced it. I don't even know. I didn't watch the game, so um, he, he's the he's behind Zach Ertz in the depth chart. He had a couple big plays, had the touchdown. It, it's it's irrelevant. He's not going to be a good tight end week to week. You got to tag him. Don't don't even worry yep, about him. Yep, tag him. I mean, maybe in a super deep deep league, maybe, but. I don't see any reason why you can't find somebody else. Yeah, Philly's offense so, isn't producing uh, as many points as they were last year you know, around this time. So, yeah, Carson Wentz being back just now, you know he's gonna get he's gonna get heated up, but it's not gonna be Dallas Goder. Yeah, or whatever. His Alshon name. Jeffrey's <laughs> gonna come back, and Al Galar yeah, is still gonna be doing his thing. Right, it's gonna be the Wentz, Jeffrey, Aguilar, and Hertz show here soon enough. So. Mm-hmm. Vance McDonald, uh, he's he had one, uh, I think it was a 75-yard touchdown here tonight. And that you might not have seen that because you weren't watching the game, but the stiff arm. Oh, I saw it. Man, he put him down. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, but, I saw that was, thing, that was trending on Twitter, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I still think, you know, Jesse James has been virtually irrelevant to my knowledge. Um you know, I stopped watching at halftime here to start doing the show, and I'm looking here, and he's got one target, one reception for seven yards. Maybe, maybe you stash Vance McDonald. Yeah, I w- I would definitely uh, stash him as well. You never know when a tight end can emerge and uh, surpasses counterpart. A lot of offenses utilize two tight ends, and if any offense is going to do that, it wouldn't surprise me if it's the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger, the gunslinging man that he is. Yep. So, uh, Red Ellison. Now, everything here is is just kind of uh, week to week because I'm saying that if Evan Ingram does not play because of his injury, Red Ellison is probably a guy that you should snag in and stream in that in that place. Oh, I agree. I would snag him as well. Uh, Giants tight ends have been notoriously uh, good for fantasy purposes. And if yeah. Ingram is yeah. out for an extended period of time or even a couple weeks, I would say right, Ellison's definitely worth a snag. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, it, it is all week-to-week with the sprained MCL, so we don't know with, with Evan Ingram. So Ricky Seals-Jones had a decent week, but, I, you know, Rosen's going to be the starter now, but – I don't think that that's enough to pick Ricky Seals-Jones up. I'm saying tag him. Yep, tag him. I don't trust the Arizona offense until they prove to me that they are better than what they are. Yep. Um, Cameron Brait for the Bucks caught a touchdown tonight. I think O.J. Howard's still the better tight end, so yep. I'm not I'm not going on the pipe train of Cameron Brait here. It's just a touchdown-dependent play. Yeah, I'm going to tag him as well. Uh I would kind of consider sna- or, uh, stashing him, drag him to stash him. 
if uh, the tight or not Titans, the Buccaneers offense can prove to be you know, with 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 these oncoming weeks that, that they're still like explosive and can be good without the Fitz magic magic. Uh, see if there's enough to go around with Jameis coming back in. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do quarterback wise because Fitzpatrick has been atrocious tonight. So uh, James comes back to practice tomorrow. He could find himself in a starting role or maybe even a timeshare. They may give Fitzpatrick uh, the start, and then if he throws a pick, then they'll go back to James. But uh, that's our tight ends. Let's move on to the defenses. Pittsburgh, I'm saying snag them. They ended the Fitz magic, and uh, I'm a little biased as a Steelers fan, but I'm saying snag them. Uh, tag them. That's you don't think they're good, huh? <laughs> uh, I Well, I do respect the ability to take down the man. Uh, Fitz Magic. I would have to see a little bit more. They just got into a. I mean, this is a team that got routed by. Uh, wait, did they get routed? Yeah. No, they. I was thinking really about gotten... the Saints losing to the Bucks, and I realized. Uh, no, the, it was a, it was it was a blowout def- on the Pittsburgh's defense against Kansas City. Uh that was and... it. Yeah, they got. I mean, Mahomes is. Kind of a legend already, so uh, yeah. it's uh, worth keeping your eye on. But until I see a little more, I'm gonna keep them on the waiver wire and just look for some other streaming options. All right, uh, Buffalo Bills defense. I think they were the number one defense this week. I no, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, I think Pittsburgh might finish higher um, at the end of this Monday night game, but no, no to Buffalo. <laughs> I just I, I it was know. a fluke. It was a fluke. That's what I, I think. But I man, I just this season. What is going on? It's it's killing me. Uh Seattle defense, I think they're back. Snag them. Yep. Uh I won't snag them. I'll drag them see where things go. Like I'm my whole opinion on Seattle everything is just kind of wait and see. I'm optimistic, but I'm not quite ready to just put pull them and start them. All right. That's fair. Uh, Tennessee defense, they looked good against the Jags without Fournette. I mean, we know that Jacksonville has the ability to go off, but it's still Blake Bortles. It's still uh, Keelan Cole. I mean, it, it's still TJ Yeldon. There's not yeah. – Fournette probably wins in that game. So, yeah, defense, I'm saying tag him. I'm saying tag him too. Uh, Titans aren't a team you really want to put a lot of trust in. They'll have to show a lot more to convince me and probably most of the majority of fantasy football owners out there. Yeah. Uh, Carolina defense, they're still not heavily owned. Uh, that that kind of surprises me because they're a good defense. I mean, they're a really good defense. Yeah, they have a good so, reputation. And, you know, they, they got 10 points on uh, in our league, sacked quarterback twice. They had four picks, you know, so – I think that uh, with them only being owned in 50% of leagues in Yahoo, you've got to pick them up. Yeah, that number should be higher. I don't know who you're stashing on your bench uh, that is better than Carolina. Maybe you have some two top-tier defenses for some reason. But yeah. Carolina's good. They have, they've been good for a couple, like years, like two or three years now as well. So it's not like this team has been bad and now they're looking good. Uh, it's like they're looking good and they've been good you know, the past – couple years so they have a reputation behind them so i would snag them and i would consider starting them 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Indianapolis Colts defense. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm saying pick them up and put them on your bench. And in our league, we have to carry two defenses. But even if you don't have to carry two, I think you get them and, and just wait and see because they actually have been good. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but they have looked fairly decent. And maybe something's happening in Indy. So you might want to be on the ground floor when something good happens and they start turning. So you have them on your bench. I'm thinking you stash them. Yeah, I would definitely stash this defense. My loving father was correct last week when he told me how good Indianapolis defense is looking. <laughs> um, I haven't been able to watch the games being in Minnesota, but it is – I don't know what to think. This is about as weird as Buffalo putting the work on the Vikings. Uh, I grew up with this Indianapolis defense, and it was torture. It just felt so bad for Peyton all the time. And the one year they were, they were good, they won the stinking Super Bowl. So, yeah. So I guess the Colts are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, it, it oh, is only week three. And they are one three, and two. So, so. <laughs> yeah. And really, I mean, a couple good things happen. You know, a couple different plays toward the end of games. And because the Colts have, they lost to Philly tight. Yeah. They lost to Cincy tight. Yeah. So really, they're one drive, one good drive away in each one of those games from being three and zero. Yeah, they could. This is a yeah, very easy, very easily could be a three and zero Indianapolis Colts offense or not offense, but defense. Yeah. Cleveland defense. Last one we're going to talk about. I'm saying snag them. I started them this week. I know they had a garbage time interception that put them up to like nine points or something on Thursday night. I think they're good. I do think they're good, and I think that. Baker Mayfield is going to uh, put this team ahead in games to where other teams are going to pass, and I think that is where Cleveland shines. They they do very well uh, rushing the passer, and they have a very good secondary. So I'm saying snag them and start them. Yeah, it's kind of hard to judge a quarterback off you know one game, but it's not so hard to judge the defense off three. This team has been really good. I know I put Dragon to stash him, but been thinking about it and mulling it over. I'm going to agree and say this Cleveland Browns defense is worth you know starting. In, yeah, they're uh, definitely yeah. matchup play though. Yeah, they're a matchup as play defense. as with every defense. Mm-hmm. So that is the end of our waiver wire show. We have been trying to get these out to you on Monday night, so that way. You can uh, make your decisions come Tuesday morning when you're sitting on the john and trying to figure out who to uh, pick up. You know this would be uh, this would be the show to listen to. So yep, and Dad, um, you could uh, definitely use it after I put the work on you this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I can't believe that your uh, dad was right about the Colts defense. He's it's a be smart good. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, just a note. To let you know, we are not going to be putting rankings out anymore. It is a tedious task. We have other jobs. We we just don't have the time to do the rankings. And I think with our start, sit, cut spreadsheet that we have, you're getting all the information you need. If you have two guys that you're not sure of uh, that we both that we all said start on, tweet at us at underscore the extra point. We'll let you know who we think's better this week. Yeah, but. somebody tweeted at us about they sat Jarvis. I believe you and Jared said stardom. 
And yeah. I, I said, sit him. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> as a matter of fact, that was my, uh, that, his name's Garrett. He's my assistant coach uh, for my travel baseball team. He my asked me about it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just, I, I wasn't with, with the injury questions. There were just some different factors. And uh, I told him to start Galladay. Oh, I would start a Galladay too. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think we all three would have said the same thing. And Galladay didn't outscore Landry, but I think that he's still getting plenty yeah. of value. Galladay's so, still better. Yeah. So, but Unless the Mayfield other thing turns was, out, so. yeah, that was the thing is we made, we, we made some of those calls based on Tyrod being the quarterback. Yeah. So that changes everything with Baker. Baker's a gunsling. So Tyrod's not. So that's that's the big thing. So that that's uh, you got to hold that into a, into account with mm-hmm. some of these decisions too. So that's all we've got. Uh, anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Extra Point. Follow us on Twitter at underscore the Extra Point.